Welcome to Plant Medicine Transmissions with Javier Regueiro. Welcome back to Plant Medicine Transmissions. My name is Javier Regueiro. Before we get into this episode, I would like to thank from the bottom of my heart all the people that have offered financial support for me to keep continuing posting this podcast. Thank you very, very much. I would like to talk today about perfection. We are experiencing a lot of turmoil globally. There is a lot of talk about social injustice, racial injustice, and uh, I do not dismiss any of it. By the way, everything I say is just a viewpoint. All viewpoints are equally valid. Now, we live in a world where we keep insisting that one viewpoint is better than another one. But in the larger scheme of things, as far as I'm concerned, so this is my viewpoint, all viewpoints are equally valid. This is difficult sometimes to accept. I know it has taken me lifetimes to come to this place of seeing every viewpoint as equally valid. As most other human beings, I have my own set of values, my own set of judgments, And uh, these are usually put against other uh, viewpoints, other values. So, of course, uh, say the viewpoint that uh, racial minorities deserve to be uh, mistreated may be difficult to accept for someone who believes strongly in the equality of all human beings. However, these are ultimately only viewpoints. They are just opinions. And we find ourselves nowadays, and it has been so for several centuries already, we don't fight wars about natural resources. We fight wars about ideas. And that shows the ludicrousness, if I may say so, of those wars. It's my opinion against yours. My beliefs against yours. And to make things worse is that we take our own thoughts and our own beliefs and viewpoints very seriously to the point that it seems to be a matter of life or death. Where in reality, 
all of these viewpoints, all of these beliefs are destined sooner or later to become obsolete. It's not only physical reality that has an expiration date, but also our beliefs and our thoughts. We have all chuckled at some point about past beliefs of either our own tribe or a different ethnic group. Say, for instance, the belief that uh, this planet was the center of the universe with all the other stars and planets revolving around it. Now we chuckle about it. Well, you know, in the past, people were burnt at the stake for it or if they expressed a different opinion about it. So it was very, very serious stuff. And that seriousness is very present nowadays. In different places of this planet, there are ideological, moral crusades being run at the cost of discrimination at the cost of actual human lives that are killed for a belief, for a viewpoint. And this is a reflection of how seriously we take our own beliefs. As I have mentioned in another episode of this podcast, seriousness is always, is always a sign that we're missing the point. The point being that everything is in flux. Everything is subject to change. So even those beliefs that we hold dearest, most sacred, or that we are most attached to, are bound to expire sooner or later. Our attachment to these viewpoints has little to do with the validity of that viewpoint, but all about our own ego, our own identity, our own desire, need to feel that we are right that we know better, that we are above other people, that our ideas are smarter than others. So it's an ego trip, and any ego trip is fed by seriousness, by insisting that our thoughts are true, they're valid, and they are more valid than anybody else's. So let's talk about this viewpoint, my own present viewpoint, that the world is perfect as it is. It's a difficult viewpoint to entertain when we can see, when we are witnesses, and oftentimes also experience things such as injustice, such as 
poverty such as abuse of any kind. As human beings, we have a strong resistance to pain and suffering of any kind. The reality is that that suffering is all self-created. And here is another viewpoint that may be hard to swallow for some people. But it is my viewpoint. We do create all of our own suffering. Maybe not the pain. The pain aspect of it oftentimes comes with the program, meaning that our physical bodies are designed with a sensitivity that is helpful to us in order to become aware of imbalances and dangers. However, the suffering part of it, as I've mentioned in other podcasts, suffering is the result of resistance, even resistance to pain. And it is by resisting the experiences that we invite into our lives and that includes the experience of being human, of being vulnerable, of being mortal, that we create our very own suffering. And we can look at the situation on this planet now and forever. All the suffering in this world is created by us on an individual level, as well as on a collective level. For me, the question is not why we create this. Why is always a sign of resistance. The question that I ask myself is what is the purpose for creating all of this pain and strife and struggle. If we look at the present global situation, we can start looking at the benefits, the positive results that this crisis has sparked. It has been a very difficult situation for many, me included, but not pointless not pointless. Today, I look at this present scenario as just a stage, a stage that has allowed many of us to look inside, to question certain assumptions, and most importantly, to reach out to people in our lives that we may have had neglected for a while, while we were pursuing our own lives, our own careers, and all that. I see how in times of strife, in times of conflict, of war, our own human nature 
what is most beautiful and precious about being human finally resurfaces. We have had in this crisis an opportunity to show our solidarity, our support, our love and affection more than we may have had in the last few months or years. Strife brings us together more than anything else. And in these times of increased individualism, maybe this was needed, but definitely, you know, if not needed, definitely beneficial in uh, helping us think beyond our own selves, beyond the three, four people closest to us in our lives, and expand and open our hearts to larger numbers of people, including the whole of the human race, and possibly even the whole of creation. When I see the outpouring of support and love, I can only be grateful for this situation. It's not that I'm enjoying it, not at all, but I see the value, I see the gifts, and those gifts are inherent in all difficult situations because they bring out the best in us. And oftentimes we can be a little lazy about sharing fully our gifts. I know for myself in the first couple of months of this crisis, I did my very best to be of support to others. And yet, recently I realized that I was not fully here, that a part of me was kind of on standby mode, just waiting, waiting for things to go back to, so to speak, normal. And uh, I was not fully engaging in my life. We have roadblocks here in Peru And I felt that I was in lockdown, in lockdown, but not physical, also physical, but most importantly, in my head, in my heart. And it's interesting because uh, this virus, one of the effects is the respiratory difficulties and eventual suffocation that people experience when they are seriously affected by it. I realized a couple of days ago that I have been subventilating as well, meaning breathing less than my body, my being really needs. And that breathing is a reflection of my living and of my attitude towards life. A full breath is a full experience of living. Subventilating is more akin to being half asleep 
or zombie-like. So after experiencing even uh, difficulty breathing, just uh, climbing a very uh, simple hill, I realize I'm, I'm closing down. I'm closing down and finally realizing how I had been internalizing that lockdown, the awareness of it allowed me to make an effort and begin breathing more fully and living more fully, making the most out of each moment and opportunity. So what about perfection? What is so perfect about all of this? The perfection is that the universe, ourselves, are always providing to us exactly what we need when we need it. It is not about feeling happy and uppity every moment of our lives. And it isn't necessarily about fixing the ills of this world, meaning the ills that we have, human beings, created ourselves, even though that's always welcome. In many traditions, including the Christian tradition which I come from, the premise of these beliefs, these religions, is that there is something wrong with us. And therefore, these practices and religions are all devoted to fixing who we are and uh, saving our souls, saving ourselves, which we then extend to saving the planet, saving the whales. Frankly, honestly, I am no longer interested in saving anything or anybody because everything is already perfect, because we are already perfect. And there is only one thing to do is to realize that in our minds and accept that in our hearts. As long as we keep projecting our own sense of inadequacy, the belief that there is something intrinsically wrong with who we are, and try to fix that within ourselves or out in the world, we are kind of missing the point. We are trying to compensate for our perceived shortcomings instead of nurturing that awareness inside ourselves that there is nothing to fix, that there is nothing wrong with who we are, with what the world looks like. That does not mean that we shouldn't care and that we should let things go their own way. We can always do our best, offer our support in order to 
improve the quality of life of all creatures and this whole planet. But in my own opinion, it is best to do so from a place of non-judgment, from a place of seeing that everything is okay as it is, meaning that the situation as it appears to us is only a stage, an opportunity for us to grow, to remember, to learn. This place, this planet is a large school. We are here to remember, to remember that we are already perfect, that we are divine beings, no matter what the denomination of that divinity, and that in that divinity and in that higher perfection, we are all the same. Blessings.